Welcome to another Wee Weird episode of the Some Weird Podcast, where we share many stories of weirdness from Canada. I'm your co-host, Chrissy. And I'm your co-host, Barry. Let's get it on the go. Our next full episode will feature the trapezoidal prairie province, Saskatchewan. You heard me correctly, I said Saskatchewan, not Saskatchewan. The idea for the wee story I'm about to tell you was emailed to us from a listener in that great province, who let me know that like our beloved Newfoundland, outsiders have been mispronouncing Saskatchewan forever. Thank you, anonymous listener, for the story idea and for the preemptive correction of my pronunciation. And now let me tell you the weird story of the Tabor Lights of Esterhazy, Saskatchewan. Stories of mystery lights are commonly found illuminating folklore from the Gaelic Will-o'-the-Wisps to the Hitodama, the human soul, floating around the forests of Japan, to the jack-o'-lanterns of Newfoundland's bogs. It's strange that these all have a similar description, a playful and somehow alluring ball of light that's seen just there in the near distance. It stands to reason that there's a unifying scientific reason for them too. Swamp gas, perhaps? Maybe it's your mind playing tricks on you, and you define your hallucination through the lens of your own cultural constructs. But what if this magical light, this ball of intriguing luminescence, seemed to act with sentient purpose? A sudden and aimless light that is there and gone could be anything, probably nothing at all. But the Tabor Cemetery, located just 17 miles northeast of the small town of Esterhazy, seemed to have been visited by a strange pinkish ball of light with its own will and determination over the course of several weeks in 1938. Unlike some other random mystery bog lights, the Tabor light would show up in and around the graveyard for which it was named. This, of course, upped the spook factor exponentially. Its behavior also weirded people out, as it was said to dance among the trees, fairies much, or deliberately travel the road leading to the cemetery, as if it was the physical manifestation of a soul repeating its final journey. Looking at it from a different, darker angle, maybe it was a soul trying to escape its resting place, only to be forced right back in. Regardless, once it was first seen in 1938, it quickly gained an audience and notoriety, with its story being covered extensively on the radio and even making the front page of the newspaper. Crowds got so big on the nightly treks to the graveyard that its iron gates had to be chained up to prevent people from entering and possibly desecrating the graves. We have a human need to explain and categorize, so with the mystery light came the theories of its origin. As with anything unknown, many saw it as a bad omen. Some even had a collective memory that the Tabor Cemetery had once been used to bury <gasps> atheists. What if the light was evil soul of a non-believer come back to haunt and harm the residents? One priest even perpetuated the story that the light was a warning from God because there was a child buried in that cemetery who did not receive the sacrament of the last rites. I guess this enterprising guy saw the light as free publicity to drum up business for the Catholic Church. It wasn't just the locals that went nightly to the graveyard hoping to catch a glimpse. People from all over came to stay at the couple of hotels located in Esterhazy with the hopes of witnessing the supernatural. You'd think that the ghost lights would be great for business, but that was not the case 
for the Tentalen Hotel. On December 6, 1938, the hotel owner decided he'd join the curious crowd in search of the mystery light. In the wee hours of the morning of December 7th, his wife was awoken by the sound of her child crying. Turns out the Tentalion was on fire. Luckily, she and her child were able to escape and were even able to save some of their belongings, but the hotel itself was completely destroyed. Could the Tabor light have predicted this tragedy or even caused it? So what became of the Tabor light? As with all things, the small obsession with the story waned. By 1939, Canada had bigger fish to fry than some weirdo light. The prairies were entering another drought of the 1930s Dust Bowl, and Canada was gearing up to enter what would become World War II. However, in the 1960s, people started to remember the ghostly light of yore, and stories of sightings began to crop up again. Even today, people swear they've seen the Tabor light, including the husband of the person who sent us this story. Though it would never match the same level of sudden mass interest it did in 1938, it would become part of the canon of Saskatchewan folklore. The end. That story was awesome, and, and I'd like to get into it. But before we get into the whole story, Saskatchewan, not Saskatchewan? Yes. So I had emailed the person back to say, how do you pronounce Tabor? Is it Tabor, Tabor, Tober? You know, you know, who knows? Pronunciations, names are hard, whatever. And uh, she wrote back to tell me the pronunciation and to say, oh, by the way, everyone says Saskatchewan wrong. And the people who live in Saskatchewan find it funny. Really? I've never heard that. Yep. I wrote her back. I'm like, I've never pronounced that province correctly in my life, but I'm going to make a point. And like you said in your beginning part, like I said, we're... Newfoundland is so famously mispronounced as Newfoundland or Newfoundland yes. or I guess other provinces are that way too. So that is the first thing that really jumped out at me. Understand Newfoundland. That's how you know how to say it. Exactly. But yeah, going back to the story. So yeah, the, the Tabor light and the, and the pinkest ball light. First thing it made me think of was way, way back. And again, I apologize for always referring this back to our stories, but the uh, the Bell Island boom when they had that thing just appear in front of somebody and dis dissipate it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this was the cause for Bell Island Boom, but... Uh, I didn't put that together, but, like, that's a good point. Like, these mysterious lights come up everywhere. Yeah, they do, yeah. Mm -hmm. People try to explain it, but who knows? Yeah. The theories about uh, buried atheists and, and you know, a, a child that never got the last rites or didn't take the sacrament, I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. No. But the hotel burning down was very interesting. Yeah, that was really strange. I don't know what it's like in Esterhazy today, but at that time they had two hotels. And by hotels, I mean there's a few rooms to stay in kind of a thing. A couple of Birch Hills motels. Yeah, apparently even today the population of Esterhazy is under 2,500 people. Okay. It's legit small town. But uh, so they had two hotels and people were just coming and renting out these hotels so they can go see this ghost light because it was gaining so much notoriety, especially because so many people had seen it. And, uh, you know, it's reported on so much. So when people did this pilgrimage to go see it, did they see it nightly or? Yes, apparently so. They would oh, go sorry. and the light would be there. You kind of see it through the distance in the trees. And, and it was always around the, the, the graveyard, which to me, that makes it, like I said, it's like up the spook factor exponentially. Does, because 100%. because if you just saw like a, a light in the random woods, well, that's a fairy, right? I mean. Yeah. So, but if you, like around a graveyard, it's like, there is no swamp to make swamp gas. Yeah, for sure. Really cool. Really cool story. 
we'll consider this the appetizer for the full-length Saskatchewan episode, which will be coming out a week from when you guys are listening to this. So that's it for this wee episode. We'll be back next week with our full-length episode featuring Saskatchewan. You said it right. Excellent. If you like us, please share the show. Don't be afraid to give us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Find us on Twitter at SomeWeirdPod and check out our website at www.someweirdpodcast.com. Creepy ghost lights and graveyards in Saskatchewan? Some weird, boy. Some weird. <laughs> Me not being able to read my own script? Some weird. <laughs>